Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1453 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And we have a free eight-day goals course for you, Fire Nation, at freegoalscourse.co. Get goal-focused. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Salim S. Katri. Salim, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Let's do it. Yes. Salim is a co-founder and CEO of InstaVest, Inc., a collaborative investing network. He was previously a member of the Office of Financial Stability at the United States Department of the Treasury. Salim, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Absolutely. So thanks so much for having me. Yeah. I, I've worked in the investment world uh, since 2001, but I have have always had a real passion for entrepreneurship. And um, I'm super excited to be on your show today to talk about my lessons and the stuff that I've learned along the way. Well, you've learned a lot along the way, both, you know, back in the traditional sector and in the current sector. So I'm really excited to hear about that. But before we do, Salim, take us through what you consider your current area of expertise, and then give us two quick value bombs, just two nice little quick hits that's going to really help us know your area of expertise a little bit better. Absolutely. So, you know, as I said earlier, that my career has been predominantly in the investing space, both investing in the stock market and investing in private companies. And throughout my time, I've always felt that only the rich or the elite few had access to good investment strategies and sort of the rest of us were left to fend for ourselves. And so what I wanted to do was build a marketplace where people who had great ideas could share them with people who wanted them and they could exchange money in order to continue foster that approach. Um, and so I would say two quick things that um, two quick things that I would, I would have your listeners understand. One is investing can, is easy. Uh, if you if you don't overthink it. And number two, talk to your customers. If you're a fellow entrepreneur, talking to your customers is the number one thing you can do in order to build a, a great product. Because at the end of the day, you want to make something that people want. You have to do things that don't scale Fire Nation. And yes, sometimes that's going to mean having a one-on-one conversation with somebody so you can learn what their pain points, struggles, and obstacles are. Then you, the person they know, like, and trust can create the solution. Now, Salim, I want to take a little bit of a different tact because again, you know, you're in the investing field and you're building this great business around that. What is something that you've actually changed your mind about in the last six months? Like what's something that you used to believe that Mm -hmm. you just don't believe anymore? You know, I used to think uh, because, you know, this was something that InstaVest was something that I actually built for myself, which I think is also really important for your first time entrepreneurs to understand. But I used to think that people wanted to do the work of investing. Um, but the person who's not a professional investor doesn't really want to do that. And so that was a truth that I used to hold, that people actually wanted to have the optionality and the control to pick certain things. But what they really want is they want the benefit of making a lot of money without doing the work. <laughs> and that's why uh, you know websites like Betterment, Wealthfront, Vanguard are so, you know, are so popular, even though they don't really outperform the market and they really just take you know, you really just get what the market gives you. They're really, really popular because you just have to set it and forget it. And so that's something that we've realized at InstaVest, and that's the direction that we're moving in. So Fire Nation, that's such great advice. I mean, you need to realize that, hey, like, what is something that, you know, I believe that I, I maybe, 
you know, don't really think that other people might believe because I have that curse of knowledge. And if you take yourself outside of your own box, outside of your own curse of knowledge and put yourself in the position of your potential future customers, you might have that aha moment that you're like, wow, well, this is something that I know, but for whatever reason, they don't want or know. And these are my customers. So why don't I serve them powerfully? Now, Celine, you have had quite the journey. I mean, I'm going to go through this again. The Office of Financial Stability at the United States Treasury Department. I mean, I'm going to say it sounds like the most boring job in the world. I'm sorry. That's just what <laughs> it okay. sounds like. Um, pretty stable. <laughs> pretty stable, I guess. It's another Stable is another word for boring for entrepreneurs, though, just so you know. But right. uh, take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So since you know, you've entered this entrepreneurial world, take us to that worst moment and tell us that story. It is quite a story, and I, I actually debated whether or not I would share this because I haven't shared this publicly. Yeah. But uh, a few months ago, uh, when we were about one into one year into Instavest, it was a Thursday night. Um, my wife and I were, you know, sitting down, winding down for bed, and she took a pregnancy test, and you know, thank God she found out she was pregnant, and so we're we're super psyched about that. I was feeling really good. I walked into the office on Friday, and I got a text message from my co-founder saying, "Brace yourself, uh, our lead engineer has decided to quit, and he's going to go to you know, insert large company mm. over here." So we had, you know, we were a very small team. We had two engineers, one contractor who was helping me on the business side and myself. And we were in a small 500 square foot office. And so I sat down and I already knew the news that was coming. The lead engineer tells me, you know what, you guys have done a lot for me, but I've decided to take this offer. It's more money. It's, you know, exactly what I want to do. It's my dream, etc. I got up, I shook his hand. I said, thank you for everything you've done for us. Want to keep in touch with you. Was very gracious. And I said, let's begin the transition. Not a problem, right? Employees quit all the time and you just have to find, you know, you have to backfill them as, as best as you can. So I'm searching for new employees, new engineers over the weekend and Monday rolls around. I usually get into the office a bit earlier than my co-founder did. And as soon as I walk into my office, uh, my co-founder is already there on Monday morning. So I kind of knew something was going on. So he says to me, can we take a walk? I said, sure. And we've gone on many walks in our in our office from Mountain View, California, because that's how we sort of talked about, you know, strategy issues and stuff that had to get done. So we go on our walk and my co-founder says, listen, um, you know, things are not working out for me and I need to pull back on InstaVest. And that was sort of like kind of like a knife in the stomach because I knew the writing was on the wall. He was trying to soften the blow by saying that he wanted to pull back, but what he really wanted to do was quit. And so I tried to understand him a little bit more and I dug deeper um, and I said, you know, do you want to leave? Why do you want to leave? And, you know, he was having financial issues and he thought that InstaVest would probably take one or two more years of work in order before we were able to get a, a market salary, if you will. So he quit and that was a very, very difficult challenge for me. But, you know, he was very honorable about it. And, and we got through, you know, we got through that phase. About a few days later, I received a unsolicited letter from a very large investment bank, a well-known investment bank, who was representing the largest brokerage in the world saying, hey, this brokerage wants to bring their 18-person senior executive team to your office. Uh, and they're really interested in, quote unquote, having a conversation with you. Now, as you know, <laughs> bro, uh, you know, I, I, I did investment banking. And as you know, you know, executives, the time of executive is very precious. And they're not going to bring 18 people to your office unless something is, right. is going on. 
So uh, at that point, I had no office because I was the only employee left. Um, um, my co-founder had gone on vacation because he had just quit. The the former employee was starting his new gig, and really it was just me, like literally. So I had I had no office to bring these people to, and I had no team to show them to discuss what it is that we were building, even though we had built what I thought was a really compelling product that a lot of people were using, and we were making you know we were making money. So I was scrambling. I didn't know what to do. I had never felt so alone in my life, um, and so. I, I called a bunch of my friends. I said, hey, look, I basically need a couple bodies at this meeting. Some people were pretty, you know, pretty, pretty difficult to buy. So, oh, I, you know, I can't, I, I have stuff to do and blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to misrepresent that I'm employee, etc. I called the old employee and I said, hey, this is the situation. Would you at least tag along with me since you worked on the technology stuff? And he said, absolutely. And thankfully, I, ha- I still have a great relationship with him today. He's a hell of a guy. And then I found uh, another buddy of mine who was a partner at a law firm, and I convinced him that we could, we could use his office. Now, nothing came of that conversation, but I can't tell you how alone I felt at that, that time. And one of the best pieces of advice that I received from our partner at Y Combinator, our first investor, is you really have to learn to manage your emotions because startups are a complete roller coaster. One minute you think, you know, you're going to go public and, and things are going to be great. And the next minute you think you're going to die. So I would say that was my worst entrepreneurial moment. And I'm so thankful, you know, fast forward, you know, four months later, you know, we're doing so well. We have incredible traction. We've rebuilt our team from the ground up and man, I just wish you could have seen me at that Mm. time. (laughs) Manage your emotions. I mean, if those three words could just be stamped on the forehead of every entrepreneur backwards so that when you look in the mirror every morning and start to question like, what am I doing? Or, oh my God, like this is amazing. Like you need to just have those three words, manage your emotions. You know, it kind of reminds me of another phrase that's so important is, this too shall pass. Exactly. Because that works on both ways, Celine. Like that works when you're crushing it. It's like, oh my God, like I'm on top of the world. Guess what? This is going to pass. And also when you're at the lowest of the low, this too shall pass. So I just love those two phrases and manage your emotions, Celine. I think you nailed it. What's the one thing, if you could just say beyond that, that you want Fire Nation to really get from your worst moment? obviously manage your emotions. And I think the most successful entrepreneurs are those who understand that they have to persevere. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, this too shall pass, but you actually have to do your work, right? You, you, you actually have to do your work. There's an old adage, there's an old Arabian adage that basically says, um, you know, you need to tie your camel, otherwise your camel will basically walk away or get stolen in the middle of the night. And so you really need to put in that effort and you really need to understand that if you put in hard work and effort, then you'll get through this difficult time. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what I would say is just know that it's coming, be prepared for it. And when it comes, you say, look, I expected this, no surprises. I know I can bulldoze through this. Those Arabians, they're clever <laughs> fire nation. Tie up your camel at night. Now, Salim, yep. Let's talk about one of your greatest aha moments to date. I mean, you've had a lot, but you know, maybe it's going to be your InstaVest idea. Maybe it's not. I mean, take us to one of those great ideas and then talk us through how you turned that into success. InstaVest is basically a website. Think of it as a Twitter feed where you know folks can look at different investment ideas and see how much people have put in uh, and, and copy that investment with one click. Um, but what we found is that while people enjoy doing that, they want to be much more passive. 
and they want the delivery of those investment ideas to be much more simpler. So what we are what we're doing right now internally is we're building those tools to make investing even more easier rather than sort of serving it up to you on a silver platter, which I already feel like is is what I'm doing in terms of great investment ideas. We're going to put them you know directly directly in your inbox or directly on your phone, or with one click you can actually make an investment. And most people make investments for better or for worse kind of blindly. They do it based on trust. And so we figured out that in order for people to feel comfortable and actually engage with the product, trust is actually paramount. So we're really focused on those two things to make sure that they have a better experience. But you don't, and I'll I'll say, I'll say the biggest, the reason why we got that aha moment is because I've continue to talk to customers. I'm always talking to my customers to see what it is that they like and what it is that they that needs improving. And then from there you sort of have to decipher well, you know what they're saying. And this is a theme Fire Nation that you're seeing develop throughout this interview is you need to sometimes do things that don't scale. You know, people right. are just like, "Oh my god, I'm terrified. I can't get on a call with one client. That's such a waste of time. That's not scalable. That's not leverageable." Well, what about if that one conversation gave you that idea, gave you that understanding of the pain points, the obstacles, or the desires of that client that is, you know, you can leverage across all of your other clients because, you know, that is basically a speaker for the rest of your avatars. I mean, what if you had that one breakthrough because that one conversation is it then worth your time of course it is so you need to consistently step back do things that don't scale and consistently connect with those people that matter most your current clients your current customers your listeners your viewers fill in the blank for that now salim what is the one thing right now today that you are most fired up about you know, the one thing that I'm most fired up about is I feel like I know exactly what my customer wants. Before I had a before I had a very general idea of what it is that they were looking for, which was they wanted to make money. But now I know exactly that they actually don't want to do the work, but they want to make the money. So I'm building tools exactly around that thing. And I just wanted to go back to the, the conversation sure. we had about, you know, do things that don't scale. You know, we live in we live in an amazing country. We love our country with millions and millions of people. But there's a reason why the president of the United States takes a random sampling of 10 letters that are written to him and reads them every single night before he goes to bed. It's the same reason why I'm talking to my customers or why you talk to your podcasters to understand what they want. It's because he wants to keep his pulse on what it is that matter in this country. And to me, it's the same exact thing. So there's a reason why Steve Jobs used to respond personally to emails that were sent to him. So no matter how big you get, you have to stay in touch with your customers. That's the only way you're going to make something people want. I did not know that Obama did that. Wow. Yeah. 10 letters every single night. Every single stuff. night. Wow. Yeah. Well, Fire Nation, we got some surprises for you coming up in the lightning round, so don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. If you're a marketer focused on helping local businesses, then one of the most high-pressure situations you'll find yourself in is being able to show them results. It's a terrible feeling when you've worked so hard only to find yourself and your clients let down. That's why I'm excited to share a free training with you from my friend Billy Jean, where he's going to show you the best-performing Facebook and Instagram ads created by his very own agency. Billy Jean has worked with some of the largest franchises in the world and has spent millions of dollars figuring out exactly what what works, and what doesn't work. From dentists to personal trainers to chiropractors to real estate agents, he's helped them all, and he's going to show you exactly how he gets them results. Visit DeliverROI.com to sign up for this free training. That's DeliverROI.com. Salim, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? 
I am. Let's do it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You know, I felt like I didn't have a great idea. Um, I had a number of ideas that I tested and they didn't necessarily work in the near term. So uh, my advice to my advice to folks would be, you know, take any one of your ideas and run them in parallel process to see uh, if, if it makes sense. So try to do really, really small tests. If they pass that test, then do another test. And you can sort of layer in very carefully into what your idea is so you actually have the confidence to move forward. What's the best advice you've ever received? Manage your emotions and talk to your customers. That's the only way you're going to make something people want and you'll be prepared for all the perils and all the fun that come with startups. I mean, Fire Nation, if you don't take anything away from not just this interview, but the past 1,450 now, three interviews of EO Fire, that's the advice. Manage your emotions, talk to your customers. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success, Salim? I have a rule that I try to respond to my customers within five minutes of them messaging me. So no matter how many emails I have, I really look at all the customers. And if I can respond to them very, very quickly, I do. Otherwise, I save it for a later time. But I try to try to treat each one of my customers as if they were my only customer. And that becomes really hard uh, because, you know, we've grown very, very fast. And, and, and now it's getting to the point where that makes it very difficult. But I want them to feel special and I want them to feel that they know that I'm honored they're using my service. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? So I use Wonderlist a lot. I use that both personally and I use that professionally. It's a great way for me to keep track of all the stuff that I have to do and it makes sure that I, I stay on track in terms of you know, being productive. There's a big difference uh, when entrepreneurs feel like they're being busy versus like they're being productive. You have to do at least one thing a day that's going to move the needle for your business. If you don't, then you've wasted your time. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? It's a book called Traction, 30 Different Ways for You to Find a a Scalable Way to Distribute Your Product. I think Mark Andreessen, the great VC, has said that a lot of companies have great products, but they have not spent the time or they haven't found a distribution channel. If you don't have a scalable distribution channel to acquire customers, then you're dead in the water. And Traction helps you find that. Celine, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would do the exact same thing that I'm doing, one customer at a time. Salim, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. You can visit us at instavest.com, I-N-S-T-A-V-E-S-T.com, and you can email me at hello at instavest.com. I'd love to hear from you. And a parting piece of guidance. Work hard, work harder, and know that good things will come to those who are really passionate about what it is that they're doing. It'll, It'll happen for you. It just takes time. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with SK and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Salim in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. I mean everything, because these are the best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation. So just type in S-A-L-E-E-M in the search bar, and that'll pop up. And of course... 
head straight over to instavest.com. You can check that out and you can see everything that they have going on there. A lot of cool stuff. And hey, when Salim drops his email in there, take up, take him up on it, Fire Nation. Check him out. Hello at instavest.com. Say what's up. Say hello to Salim. He'll get back to you within five minutes, maybe 15. (laughs) (laughs) So Salim, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Salim today. And you know this, I'm dropping value bombs daily on Snapchat and Instagram. It is the only direct mentoring that I do. So it's the best way to start your day. So check me out at John Lee Dumas on either Snap or Insta. I'll see you there or I'll see you on the flip side. Join Billy Jean on his free training as he shows you the best performing Facebook and Instagram ads that he uses to get his clients results. Visit deliverroi.com.